Hey, this is Beth Erickson with Notes from Minnesota, where I celebrate a magnificently mundane creative life and wrangle a writing career in the middle of nowhere. I probably have too many opinions too, but oh well. This episode is all about trespasses. Ooh, sounds fun, eh? But no, this is a seriously fun, uh, interesting topic, something I thought of recently. And uh, just for the record, this episode is brought to you by my book called Stuck by Beth Ann Erickson. You can find it at any bookstore. And the reason it's sponsoring this particular podcast is because what we're going to talk about today could be a big reason why you're stuck and why you're not living the creative life that you want. So shall we just hop to it, okay? Okay, I'm going to set the scene. We are hanging out, cleaning my office. Now, I, I should probably mention I have been in business with Filbert Publishing since 2001. And oh my gosh, I can't throw anything. I might need it someday. And I find all sorts of treasures and weird things and stuff that I probably should just release into the universe. Um, but I sometimes don't anyway. But anyway, I happened to run across this little plaque that I got from a most beautiful reader quite a few years ago, and she has since passed. I just want to kind of dedicate this episode to her because she, uh, we, we hung out together forever, and um, I, I actually never met her in person, but she would email, and we'd correspond back and forth, and she was just a delightful person. My heart broke when I found out she had melanoma, and just in end of May, she succumbed to it, and so um, this one's for you, Barbara Joe. I hope you are happy where you're at, and I know you are just a wonderful person. You were a wonderful person. It's hard to talk about people in the past tense. You know, it's just so hard because in my heart, she's still very much alive. But anyway, she sent me a little plaque, and it was the Lord's Prayer. And I actually, in honor of Barbara Joe, I sat and I read the thing, and it, uh, you know, our Father who art in heaven, you know, blah, 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 blah. Was that sacrilegious? It probably was. I, but, but if you know, not all of my listeners are necessarily of that particular faith, so I'm, I'm not going to belabor the point, except one sentence just stopped me cold, and that was this one. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. I just, I got stuck there for a minute because when I was in the Lutheran church, we always said, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And I started realizing that if I wanted forgiveness, I probably need to forgive more often than I think I probably do. I tend to hang on to things. Here, here, here's an example. I make no secret about the fact that I had colon cancer and it was not cool. It was not good. And I am very fortunate I should be dead now, but they caught it <clears throat> kind of by mistake, to be honest. Uh, preventative screening saved my life, but, and that, that's all fine and good, except the surgeon really botched my surgery. He really did. He took out the wrong part of my colon and then went back in and <laughs> did another colonoscopy while I was, like, cut wide open. And then they found the tumor, and the tumor was, like, totally in, like, in a 
completely different spot than they had anticipated. They, it was it was a mistake because he did not verify the location of the tumor and he didn't look at the CAT scans. He just sliced me open and took it out, took out where he thought it was. And it wasn't there. And I got a little ticked off about that. I'm going to be very honest. Um, it took me a long time to wrap my head around, wow, what happened in there? You know, I, I get that I'm a mere patient, but I kind of assumed that doctors kind of sort of cared a little bit about their patients or their well-being. In many ways, it, um, it ruined what I thought was the trajectory of my life. I was, up until then, I maintained my weight easily on a vegan diet. Um, <laughs> no more roughage for this girl. You know, I have, I, I lost all of the uh, colon on my right side, and I lost all the part that the horizontal part. All I have is this little section that kind of goes down on the left side. And um, it, it affected everything. If I went to a writer's conference, I, I remember one time I, I had a friend who was like, why would you want to stay at that motel? Let's, go, let's stay at this luxury one, blah, blah, blah. And, she, and I was like, no, I'm staying at the motel where the event is held so I can be near my room. And I, I still don't think she quite understood. <laughs> I need to be, I needed, I need, that's weird. Um, I need to be near where my room is. I, I I have my meds there and I have, there's a bathroom there. Anybody who's had colon cancer will tell you horror stories about, you know, the realities after everything is done. Um I found out that rather than writing and doing my fun stuff, whatever, I, my life now revolved around food and bathrooms. It's just, it was such a bummer. Anyway, there, and my story is no different from anybody else's. It was, I'm stumbling because I'm trying to form words here. Um, it, it was after, you know, after my cancer diagnosis and struggling with food and then having to go in every three to six months to find out if I had any new tumors. It was all just very stressful. And the anger in me kind of started piling up. Um, there was some family drama surrounding my dad's death. That's nothing new. I, th I don't think anybody has a parent die without a certain amount of family drama. But things were said that I'm not sure I will ever forget. Um, then, of course, I you know we have the whole COVID thing going on and an anti-masker 45 minutes away from me managed to infect me with it. And I, so I decided I was going to be ticked off at him for a while. But all of this piling up of anger between the, and you know, life, life just isn't fair sometimes, but between the colon cancer surgery, the family drama, COVID, blah, 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 I got a little more angry than I was comfortable with. And of course, it was all self-righteous anger, correct? Correct? Um... But this anger affected my creativity. It affected the way I was able to form editorial schedules. It, it affected everything. And then it kind of, it's been niggling at me. Why, why can't I write like I used to? I mean, I wrote the book Stuck, and I had assumed after I finished that book, I'd be in the clear. But I still struggled. I still struggled. Until I found that plaque again, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Oh my goodness. Here's what I 
took away from that situation or that new bit of information that I had landed in my lab, new old information, how's that? Um, Anger is a really heavy thing to carry. My anger at the surgeon, he didn't care. (laughs) He really didn't care. Um, The things that happened when my dad died, turns out that the relatives I was wrangling with didn't bother them a bit. Not, not even an not even a teeny weeny bit. And this anti-masker 45 miles away who made me super tired for so long and I couldn't smell and I got, you know, it, I got very sick from COVID. He didn't even know he did it. And of course he didn't care. And why should he? So here's the deal. I came to the point when I realized that anger hurt me more than it hurt them. That anger was actually eating me alive. It was ruining my day. It it made it hard to carry on. I couldn't, I had so much headspace taken up with my very, what I thought was a, a fair anger. And it probably is, I don't know, was. But it was affecting my work. It was affecting me. It was affecting my relationship with my family that mattered, my son and my husband. I was ticked. And I was short-fused, and I didn't like the Beth I was becoming. So anyway, it was time just to forgive. And I haven't forgotten. But when I do think about those people, I just have to let it go and let the universe take care of whatever, maybe nothing. I, it's not for me to know. It, my path in life intersected with these people, and now we're not intersecting anymore. We've, we're all doing our own thing, and it's all good. I have to remember, and I'm, I hope that if you're having trouble with your creative life, you have you should probably remember too that you don't have to repeat that cycle over and over. You can let it be done. I didn't have to relive getting COVID. I don't have to relive those arguments, and I don't have to mull over all the things that se- that was that were said to me. I don't have to allow a mistake in the surgery suite defined the rest of my life. Yeah, it affected the rest of my life, but you know what? I'm figuring out the food. It's been a long time, but when I'm not ticked off all the time, it's a lot easier to find solutions that will work. No, I'm not vegan anymore, and I pro- and I won't ever be vegan. See, did you hear I almost slipped and I probably won't be vegan? That's because in the back of my mind, oh my God, it was so easy to just... just <laughs> I loved my tiny clothes. But who knows, maybe they'll come back. It does, at least I won't be a ticked-off a-hole all the time because I've been thinking about all of the trespasses against me. Because in the end, it's easier just to close the chapter. It's easier to finish that book of woes and move on, then let it be the defining moment of the rest of your life. Here's what happened. 
I decided I just decided I wasn't going to be ticked off anymore. It was just a decision. When those thoughts pop in my head again, it's like, yeah, that's done. I, I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt, it's a rag. My being angry isn't going to change one iota of a situation that happened in the past. The only thing I have any kind of control over is how I react from here on in. And I didn't like the way I was reacting, and so I changed it. With the, um, with the release of all that anger... And with just honestly forgiving them, my creativity's resumed. Some new ideas have popped in my, in my um, field of vision, new things I can explore creatively. But most of all, I started a new chapter of my life that is a lot more rosy than the past chapter. And are things going perfect? Of course not. But you know what? It's okay. So, because Notes from Minnesota is all about your creative life, are you hanging on to anything? Are there some really honest-to-God, truly um, the real ways in which you have been wronged And are you able to change it? Are you able to, if you can't, it's time to just forgive that sin so you can be forgiven as well. It's just the way it goes. It's, I mean, it was written on the plaque, so it's got to be true, correct? And if you have a chance, check out um, Stuck. It's, it's an honestly raw book. But if you, if you can't, if you need to really work through some creative blocks, it's a good one to start with because uh, it, it's not a nan, um, pie in the sky type. Oh, just think happy thoughts and everything will be fine. No, you have stuff to work through, and, and that's okay. We'll talk more about that next time because hey, look at this. We are uh, 14 minutes into this, so uh, this has been Notes from Minnesota. I'm Beth Erickson. Hang with me at filbertpublishing.com, and if you enjoyed today's uh, episode, please tell a friend. I would really appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in, and I will see you soon.